You're listening to the Mobcast Network. Welcome to the Cult Movie Cantina. Woo! Hello. This is the podcast that uh, takes a look at your favorite cult films, adds an alcoholic beverage. That's me, and shows for sure. It, and shows it to someone who's not seen it. Usually and very often me, but not accurately. this time. No, no, I hadn't seen it this. I hadn't seen it. Really? This mm-hmm. is your suggestion. I told you it was Jennifer's okay. suggestion because okay. she wanted okay, to watch it. it. Okay, we got it. Yeah, yeah. I'm your Native American pop culture spirit guide, Scotty, and I'm joined by... Your facilitator of fun and your lady of libations, Stephanie. Justina, your jellical jester. She, she who knows, knows no, no movies. movies. Admirable. I'm wearing my admirable gear. <laughs> <laughs> we can't even argue with that she anymore. Well, no, that's, that was her present. I it know. Was my that was present her present. It was her present. Because of my duty. Uh, so we took put this up like the camera can see it. There's no camera, There's but I no fixed camera. my science. Cameras are coming soon. I just got us a camera, so like a awesome. so no more phone, which is this good. Be good. Y'all we have a real get camera. To see me <clears throat> on camera. So wearing uh, my gear. This week we um, take a look at the 1986 classic. Classic guys. Labyrinth. Labyrinth. We're yep. gonna play the trailer now. TriStar Pictures announces the collaboration of three extraordinary talents: Jim Henson, creator of the Muppets, and Dark Crystal. Oh! Where you going with a head like that? Hmm? George Lucas, creator of the Star Wars saga. And one of the most innovative forces in modern entertainment, David Bowie. (laughs) Together, they will take you into a dazzling world of fantasy and adventure. There's nothing to be afraid of. A world where anything seems possible. And nothing is what it seems. Everything I've done, I've done for you. I move the stars for no one. The world of Labyrinth. Labyrinth, 1986, directed by Jim Henson. The doozy. Yes, it was. King of the Muppets. King of the Muppets. Was written by... Which is now on Disney Plus as of like Friday. So all the old Muppet shows are on Disney Plus now. Labyrinth wasn't because I looked it up. I give props to the puppeteers. I think they were great. They were great. So... Uh, I'm not listing all your names. I'm only doing three credits today because there's a thousand of them. And there's it's just so like, many puppeteers. So, uh, the, but the movie stars David Bowie as Jareth, the Goblin King, Jennifer Connelly as Sarah, the worst person in the world. <laughs> She's just a teenager. She doesn't know. She needs to come I, into I, a way. I want to ask. I, we'll talk about it. We'll and talk then, about it. And then uh, I want to point out Brian Henson, uh, Jim Henson's son, who stars as Hoggle. Yeah. Hogwarts. 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 <laughs> <That's>, uh, <laughs> Hogwarts. Every time she called him Hogwarts, it made me happy. 
I'm like, so, do you like Harry we Potter We watched too? it, and we did, we did say, it's like, I wonder if this is where she got Hogwarts from, because not only did, did that name pop up several times, but yeah, also the, the owl. And I'm like... Yeah, you, I, I, you know she watched. You this got movie. trivia about this? No, I don't. But I did get. I did get um, Harry Potter vibes. I did. Weekend. Uh, uh, in the end, she gets the baby, and she got the baby. And I don't think she learns anything. She <laughs> does, though. What were you looking for in the movie? Pick your so, what I was looking for is because of all the fans going, "Oh my God, Labyrinth is so great!" And what you know, I expected this wonderful experience that it's like, okay, I haven't seen this since '86 or whatever. So I, I, I was looking for a great fun movie that I, you know, and you know, something like I remembered from when I watched it the first time, and I was very disappointed. It was, it was just awful. Did you like it in '86? Yeah. How old were you in 86? 86, I was 14. Okay. So she was Sarah. So I have I, have I was. Thoughts. I was about the same age as her. So I think that, and I was a David Bowie fan. And at that time, you know, oh, he's, you know, oh, David Bowie was like a crush. Like a, you know what I'm saying? Like at a, that age? Like, like a, you watched it just to watch him? Yeah. Well, and his. I mean, I. Also, you have to understand that the Muppets was a thing on TV back then. So, you know, we watched the Muppets and that was great. And, you know, so I think, let's put it this way, Dark Crystal, also a Muppet type movie. But it was dark and kind of scary. And I think that Mm -hmm. even now it's still an interesting movie because it's dark and kind of scary. You're going to love my Apocrypha. I think, yeah, I'm sure. I think this movie would be great if it were remade without Muppets and made more and made more adult and a little darker. <laughs> like storyline, <laughs> but a little darker. The dark labyrinth. The labyrinth. No, I'm reboot. serious. Like a labyrinth reboot, but with with some su- special effects and and a little darker Who plot. Who would be David Bowie? Okay, before we get into that, so I definitely got the interpretation of your explanation this is point two by the way okay. we, we lost memory card the first time because it you made a comment at the beginning of our podcast that it wasn't scary right I said something about the goblins you're like they weren't scary like i think you go into these movies wanting i do to be scary. i want to be scared so i think you resonated more with this film at that time because you were that age i think this film is designed for preteen slash pe- teenagers, I agree. I, I think it's all about their. I think kids would the love way they this process movie. the way that they because if you think about it from her perspective, which you yeah. guys you guys hate her, but at the same time think of it from her perspective. I don't hate the actress. Let's, I like her. No, we don't know the story. No, I'm saying has like yeah. to do with Jennifer Connelly. This is her all about character. Sarah. Yeah, it's all about Sarah. We don't know what happened to her mom, but her mom's not there. You know that she has a stepmom, and she makes the comment, "You guys are out every weekend." So she's used to just having her dad. So you're you're going from someone that maybe lost her mom, right? Who knows what happened? But she just had her dad, and now there's another kid, and she's a teenager. So that she's never had to share her attention with her parent, and her dad even said, "Oh, I'll go talk to her." Like he's used to being that person. So she's her dynamic is changing. And she doesn't want him to give up when he gives up. Right. Yes. I mean, he's when, changing. When he doesn't try hard enough to talk to her. Yes. And she comments because, on it. And she, she said, like, yeah. obviously you don't care enough. Right. But I think that she also is a little and snotty. She blame, well, I think she blames the stepmom 
because she has lost her dad. She feels like she's losing her dad. Well, she is snotty, but this this would explain her behavior. I buy I get that. It. No, I, I do. totally buy it because I was there. I mean, I was 13 when my parents divorced and my dad remarried. remarried. But let's pretend like, so which I get is it. hard to say, but let's pretend like one of the parents died. Like, you don't have another parent you can go see. Right. Like, you're. it's just you and your dad. And I'm sorry, but I've, I have been married twice. Right. And I know that how men... Okay, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say this differently because I'm not gonna group all men because men are different. But I know how guys Yay. tend to stab up as a dad. Like I like women tend to they're expected to as mothers to take care of a lot of stuff. So when a dad has to do it, it's they're doing a lot of other stuff so they can't focus on some things. So it's it's not necessarily um, I'm not saying anything negative about it, but it you don't realize how much you have to do. So you tend to eat more poor food or things get a little bit more lax because right. they have to because they're having to focus elsewhere. So it could be something like that where it's, they're just so used to this dynamic and then he does remarry and now she has a mom. Who knows what happened? Maybe her mom died she was a little. She's never had a mom and now there's another kid that she has to watch. So she, not only is she losing her dad, she doesn't have freedom and she has to take care of a kid she never wanted. That's her brother. And so it's easy to just target all of that, those feelings into this one woman because she was the cause of it. She could be a great person and it could be a great family, right. but she hasn't had a family. She's had a dad. Sadly, the movie doesn't explore any of that. I which felt I like think, it did. Which I think the movie would be more interesting if it explored some actual... Like, but see, like my interpretation was that was her release from... Like I saw all of that in this movie. See, I didn't see... All I saw was this is one stupid ass movie. <laughs> So you're going to ask but, me the same question? Yeah. 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 So but, what did you want? I'm so sorry. I should have asked you before I told you no, no, how no, I no, felt no, about no, hers. No, but fine. what did you want from the movie? The NeverEnding Story. Oh, that was That's a great fair. movie. That's fair. Because I think the NeverEnding... Best en- movie ever. High well, five. It's, it's a good movie. It's a good movie. But I think the NeverEnding Story tells this story better. Because they're similar... It's the same vibe, they're, yes. They're similar stories. Bastion, uh, uh, Bastion and his father have lost, has lost their mother. Right. Mm-hmm. Bastion's acting out in school because he's lost his mother. Right. Mm-hmm. Bastion's wrapped up in fantasy because he's lost his but mother. But they explore that in that movie. But what if that's her when she's little and then she grows up and she's just been in this reality world I, and I'm now just, there's a mom involved? I'm just saying that they... the mm-hmm. Not her, the writers missed an opportunity to explore that. I think, I think Terry Jones just wanted to make his version of The Wizard of Oz. I, I, they showcase that in the first clip, too. You saw the book, The Wizard of Oz, right. remember? I, yeah. I think, I think, That's fair. I, I, think, I think this is more Wizard of Oz. I think this is just Terry Jones just wanting this to This is Wizard, Wizard of Oz, Oz, Muppets, and Monty Python thrown together, because there was a lot of Monty Python in this. Not, not a lot. I got I'm a lot. We were, we were cracking Monty Python jokes through the whole thing, there, because there, there were so many things that were similar. There's, there's some allusions. Um, the jokes are there. That's what I mean, the jokes. They had a major script, script rewrite before Terry Jones. Who you know, wrote this? Terry Jones, he's, he's a member of the Monty Python troupe. Okay, and, and so, I saw. Well, that's probably where his influence came yeah, from. So I'm yeah. say I saw a lot of Monty Python. When did Wizard this. of Oz come out? Rain Man, the book or the movie? Okay, you're so. Smart. I know what year the movie well, came out. Be- Hold on, pause. Derby wife. Yeah, Derby wife knows it. She's a fan. When did the book come out? When did the movie come out? Do you know? No, the book came out like eighteen something. Eighteen something. The yeah, movie the, came out so, the same year as Gone with the Wind. 39, yep. 13, thir- I mean, so, 1939. So the movie came out when you thought, they, they briefly, and the book came out way earlier. They briefly shared a director. And then, I know, uh, Victor, that's her yeah. favorite. Same year as Gone with the Wind. Proud of you. I'm so proud of you. Um, one of the first, 
one of the first motion pictures when they were starting to make motion pictures mm-hmm. was a version of Wizard of Oz by the writer Baum. He also did the stage show. The reason why Baum, there's so many books is because he lived very much. He had a lot of kids and he lived hand to mouth. So they were like, "Oh, oh got to feed the kids. Let's write another Oz book." And Let's that's write another book. That's a whole. Well, we talked about this in the Return of the Oz episode, but um, I, I again, I think I think they're just Terry Jones and and. Um, Jim Henson just trying to make their version of Wizard of Oz. It's to me, it's got a lot of the same vibes to it. Um, but in the at the end, um, you know, both movies suffer from the same thing. Well, not Wizard of Oz, but La- uh, Labyrinth and uh, Neverending Story. At the end, I don't. If you ask me the same question, I don't think Bastion learns anything at the end of the Neverending uh, Story. You know, Bastion is told. You know, the, the, the real lesson is that there's a way to balance your fantasy life and your real life. But in the end, he's he's he he's still in this fantasy world. In the world, he he uses the last bit of Fantasia to re re wish it back into place to the point where he has Falcor in the real world. And so he never he doesn't learn the lesson that his father's trying to teach him that you can you can do these things, but you can still be with us. And he doesn't. I don't think she learns. I mean, because at the end, she's I think still she in gets, her fantasy. I think world. she gets what she wants. I think she, get, she, she gets her, goal, her brother. Right, her goal is to get her brother, and she gets it. But I don't think there's like a lesson. There's like aha. There's not a lesson for her to learn out of this. She did because in like, the end, in the end, she's still going to be who she is. And right. She, and so you. Expect, I don't know if there's like, growth. I expected her like at the end to like the brother to come home and her to go to her room and it's like okay now it's time for me to grow up. And she does it. Okay, she, so she, well because she's on the cusp of womanhood at that age. So you have to ish. grow up and put aside all of your fantasies if once you become a woman. I think that there's um, when you become an adult. I, I don't th- agree with that. I think that you you have to let go of some. Fa- I mean, like she was full fledged in a fantasy world even at the end. To the fact to where her fantasies have now entered into her real life. She is no longer in the fantasy world. Her fantasies have now come into her real life world. They're in her bedroom dancing with her. So she has not, like I agree with Scotty, she's, she's not learned a thing. She's not grown from this I don't, experience. I, I, don't, I don't think that's a bad thing. I'm just saying our hero accomplishes her goal I don't think our hero learns anything. And right. that, I'm not. I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I think she does. Well, what do you think? What do you, what do you, what do you think she learned? she learned? Okay, so mine are very deep. That's so let's true. get into my next deep thing. Yeah. Um, I think. Okay, so if we do this pers- from the perspective of just imagine that she falls asleep. Okay, like her brother's crying. She puts him back in there. He's still crying. She falls asleep. She has been studying this play nonstop. This. This movie is how my dreams work. So you think that she was dreaming to this the whole day, time? No. I th- my dreams can be very vivid. I have pretty right. terrible anxiety. So this is this is my interpretation of it, okay? Um, with all of the things that we talked about already, I think this whole movie is about her coming to terms with the fact that she has a brother, and when it comes down to it, she doesn't want to lose him. Like, she can say she does, but the moment he's gone, she realizes, I never once thought I'm going to get in trouble. I saw like no he needs to come back like like it it's natural that he needs to be there she just doesn't like in that moment you're like I don't want him to so then I don't agree with the fact that you learn that she's grown up because she gets rid of things because she does do that at the end where she says this is just junk this isn't as important as the person and then she gets the person that doesn't mean that she's going to turn around and get rid of it I have a porcelain little mermaid doll on top of my bookshelf I just put together with all my college books in it in my bedroom right now at this moment beside my bed I'm just saying 
you shouldn't lose your fantasy to grow up. And I, I think I have a plethora of Star Wars toys, but and that's Barbies where in my she house, but. that's her release is like she you can tell by her bedroom, by the fact that this movie starts with her and plays. She's re- rehearsing this play. But that is where that is her release. But she's still seeing fantasy. But that's people. her release. If she's asleep this whole time. But let's, she's just, not. let's just pretend you don't know that they don't tell you for sure. She's up and down and up and down and you don't know what's real. It, is she really gone away to a goblin city? Like, if we're going to make that argument. But I think that you should still hold on to that fantasy. Because she said, I've needed you from time to time this whole time. Because I need that. Like, me as a person, I need that. And I think a lot of people do. Which is why they play D&D. Or they do these other things. Is you shouldn't lose that imagination. You do need that. Right. But briefly, not... She only briefly danced with them for a minute at the end. She didn't. Yeah, you don't see her living her life just in a fantasy world. In but Goblin it's City. from the whole movie, she starts off in a fantasy. If world. she's asleep in one dream, no, I'm talking about in the very beginning where she's pretending she's some she's not pretending. She's rehearsing. I don't think for she a play. Is. I don't think she's rehearsing. I don't think she's rehearsing either. She's pretending. I think she's, she's in pretending. a fantasy I think, pretend I th- world. I, think I don't she, agree. Oh, she's not rehearsing for anything. So she, she has. Um, she has a book, and we're not clear if the book is a script because it's not. We don't get to see. She's we don't, trying we to don't memorize see, lines from a book, right? She's. I. I don't think. At first, I thought, and it could well be be, be a play because her. Here's the bombshell I want to drop. What if her mother's not dead? Her mother's an actress. Okay. Do we know that for sure? Yeah. There's uh, all the uh, there's pictures and playbills, playbills. all over playbills the, the mirror the, of of her mom. Okay, I in didn't fact, see that. In fact, I missed one of, that. One of the pictures is with her mother and David Bowie. That's why the Goblin King He's looks David like he was why he looks like Okay. Like, That's like fair. A, Another thing of a dream, but fine. Continue. Right. No, but but I you know I think it's actually more tragic if her mother's out doing her mother, you know, being the actor. And just left her. And just left them. And or, or this is what they you know they divorced. I don't think she like ran off. Don't get me wrong. I think this was amicable, but but I think like the dad's gonna raise the daughter. But she her she wants the connection so bad that this is what she's done. She's become the fantasy because she wants to be with her mother so bad. Possibly. And so I think I mean I think I mean, who knows what that is. But um I I I don't like the fact that I I I feel I don't know, that her journey to get Toby is so she's not in trouble. I agree. She has a responsibility because she's watching. She has to because no point is like I have to get my brother because I love him or you know it is at the end. It, Sort of. When the lady's like, oh, you have all your stuff back. And she's like, no, this isn't what I'm looking for. This isn't it. And then she says, it's just junk. Which is one of my favorite scenes. I think it's my favorite scene in the movie. That's a good scene. With the junk lady. Because I like, I love how she, all the things that she's trying to make her or fool her into remembering is building the junk lady onto. I know. I saw that. And I was like, is she just giving her a hump too? Right. She's making it. She's building building the the hutch on her. And I'm just like, I mean, Phenomenal, you know, yeah. fascinating. I just, I like. There's I think so many, that's her arch. I, I think, think that's what they're. They, it may not have settled with you, right? Right. It probably but had, I think that was her moment of going. Yes, at the beginning, she was going to get in trouble. One hundred percent. I feel that in my soul. I raised my siblings. Like, oh shit, I'm going to get in trouble because my little brother's not going to be here because I was in charge. But at the end, it was none of because she went looking for her bear at the beginning, right? And then it was like. This is all just junk. It's right. just items. It's not what I. Right, and she gives important. him the bear at the end. I, I, I just, 
I wanted a more solid connection at the end of this thing. But I feel like there could have been more, but I. I but even at the end, like at the very end, there's still a separation between her and her brother. Well, I mean, like her brother cons- like immediately connected. I it's, just don't feel like there's a big connection there. I think I just connected more with this movie because of my my experience. No, I'm, I'm, I, I, and I, I, I very that. much I as a kid oh, yeah. stood outside listening to cassettes, hoping that a spaceship from the clouds would take me away full of spaceship people. And I would listen to this cassette, cassette over and over and over again and imagine every detail of it happening. I wanted to be adopted by the Adams family. But really I bad. wanted to be saved. Like, I didn't want to be too ad- adopted. I wanted to be saved. And it could be very much the same thing where maybe maybe it isn't a place she's in. Maybe it is something where her mom is in this field and she thinks if she's good enough, she'll be loved. Because I feel that in my soul. So it's... I, I think she had to grow and I think she realized at the end that it was just junk. It was just junk items that she had and it wasn't going to change anything, but I saw it differently. That's a good, good thing. And I think it would be a good movie if you watched it with the perspective of a preteen slash teenager. But see, and I, not I as an adult. I don't have that perspective. I don't, and I can't pretend yeah. to have that perspective. And so that's why I w- my answer yeah, when I walk, I really can't. I mean, it's like, I don't <laughs> You're have. You're a good actress. You can Let's put it this way. I don't have little kids. I don't. I haven't had little kids in a long time. So. It's hard to put It's really hard because I don't, <clears throat> I don't watch kid movies anymore. I haven't watched kid movies in a long time. I, I don't really see it as a kid movie though. I just. Oh, this is totally a kid movie. No, it, it is. Like, that was my my answer to how did you think of the film was, I want to show it to my kids. because And I said that to, like, my husband like, no, said, how did you think of it? And I want to show it to my kids. I was like, kids would like this movie. I don't like it. I, I would show um, Never Ending Story. I think Never Ending Story is a better should, film. A better, better, better version of this. Possibly. I think the Muppets of this movie... Steal this movie. The, the Muppets are great. Ludo's I, my favorite. Yeah, Ludo's my favorite. I, I, Ludo's my favorite. I like. I, I look. I the l- big one. Oh, he was Ludo. cute. Yeah, Ludo. Ludo's funny. He's a snuffleupagus. That's all he is. <laughs> and um, <laughs> um, I love um, Sir Didymus and Ambrosia. Mm-hmm. I like Sir Didymus. It's, it's he's funny, fun. but he was the most hair. He was the most Monty Python of all the characters. He was. I imagine the coconuts the whole time. Oh, the the whole time. Sir Didymus was the most Monty Python Muppet of them all. Uh, we're uh, to, to get us back on track. Let me get us some apocrypha for this. Is yes, this please. is and I do have a cocktail when it's time. Uh, this is for Stephanie. She okay. didn't bring it with her. But no, that's fine. I'm sorry. So, no judgment. So the earliest story idea centered around a king described as Jin from the Dark Crystal in 1982. Okay. 25 years later, and his gesture Snotweed, a shapeshift, uh, a shadow shaper, shape changer, casts a spell on them and kidnap the queen at the time described as Kira. 25 years later. Okay. Uh, Dennis Lee, who worked on the Dark Crystal, uh, completed his first treatment on uh, in 19, April 1983. Uh, he had removed the reference to Jin and Kira and changed the central character to Taya, a 15-year-old girl. The Dark Prince became Jareth, and Snotwing became Hoggle, the Warty Dwarf. Nice. Uh, the prince's only companion for seven years was now an unnamed baby. On Halloween, nineteen eighty-three, Lee, who originally was a who was a, a, a composer rather than a writer, finished a poetic novel version of the treatment in which Taya became a modern girl instead of a princess, and he changed her name to Sarah midway through. So this could have been a dark. This originally was so it's a dark crystal like sequel. Yeah. Um, I think it would have been better as a Dark Crystal sequel because it would have been darker. 
You just want dark. You want dark and everything. She Stephanie. does. She, everything. I do. I want. She's like, I want the darkest version of the no, Wizard of Oz. No, I just Oz. wanted to be interesting. There was not enough interesting stuff in this. Um, the last scene was uh, altered during production. Sarah's communication with Ludo Hoggle and Sir Denimus would have taken place via her bedroom window and not a vanity mirror. After sharing their goodbyes with Sarah, her friends would simply fade away. And that would have been better. And I think so too. In the movie, the scene is modified to, to for a more upbeat resolution. So here are the people. Here's a list of people who sh- who um, was going to play Jer- who was considered for Jareth. You mean it wasn't just David Bowie? No, I thought he like was the one who said I want to do this movie. Mm-mm. Uh, Michael Jackson? No, Aww. I can't see that. Oh, I could. I totally see Michael Jackson doing this. No, uh, <laughs> Prince. <laughs> Michael in the Wiz is. Fantastic. He is in the Wiz, but he's a different character in the Wiz than a Goblin King. He's not. He's but, not commanding. Oh, he could be. I think. I don't think so. Sometimes uh, you just use your flair to command. Uh, Prince. I could see Prince, he's even so though he's four I feet tall. I even just mentioned Prince. Right. Scott is right. like I knew. He's four feet tall, he, but he's more commanding he, than he Michael Jackson. He would be the size of Hoggle. I know he's <laughs> tiny. You want some pancakes? Uh, uh, Mick and Mick Jagger were considered to play Jareth. I can uh, see I like, Mick da- I like David Bowie. Though. Uh, David Bowie's he, he the pulled best. it off. Jim Henson wanted Sting. Oh, I can see Sting do it. Like Sting would be hot too. I don't even know what Sting looks like. Sting is beautiful. Yeah. Uh, I don't un- even know what he's saying. Until his. Uh, Are kid- you kidding? I'm going to throw something at her right now. Until I probably know, but I don't know. Uh, until his kids convinced him that David Bowie, who had just reached his peak during the uh, the, right. Let's, the Let's Dance album, would be best suited for it. Bowie wanted to make a children's movie, so this Let's worked out. Let's dance. Get on your red shoes and dance the blues. Um, hello. Uh, the, so the people who were going to be Sarah, who auditioned for Sarah. Helena Bonham Carter. Oh, Oh, I a, can't imagine her young. A, a little baby Helena Bottom Carter. <laughs> it's like, that would have been cute. Yasmin uh, Bleeth, Sarah Jessica Parker, uh, Mary Stewart Masters, and that's all the 80s name, right. Laura Dern, um, Lily Taylor, Laura, San, uh, Laura Sangiacomo, Ali Sheedy, Mia Mir- uh, yeah. Sarah, M- Marissa Tomei. So all of the little ones. Uh, all the all the, all the little 80 girls. girls. I think Jennifer Conley was n- not a bad choice. I just think her character should have been written better. Uh, uh, the original script ended with Sarah punching and kicking Jareth, then watching him shrinking down until he became a small, sniveling goblin. Aww. Aww. Bye, goblin. So that's my apocrypha. Got your cocktail? I do. So I've been on Liberation a... Time. I've been on a martini kick because it's got less calories. All right. Because there's no mixer. It's just straight liquor. Hold on one second. Even better. Where is my picture I took? I have it. I swear to God. Hold on. Let's dance. It's right Are you okay? Put on, on the red shoes and dance. dance. dance the We're not singing the same song. No, I'm singing the Bowie version. Song. I'm singing. Let's see. Lady Gaga. I think. It'll totally okay. say this. Hold on. Is it Let's Dance by Lady Gaga? Debbie no. Wife? This is David Bowie. Not that one. Hold on. I thought you were looking for a cocktail. Uh, I'm looking dance. for my where okay. I put it. Da, da, do, do. I've, I got it. Just I've got dance. it. I've got it. Whatever. Okay, here it is. It's the same thing. Okay, so it's a cocktail called the Goblin King. Yes, please. 
So drink me up some King of Goblin. Num so, num num. First of all, you have to get the mold that makes the spherical ice cube. You know what I'm saying? I'm so sorry. We have to have penis cubes in there? You have to have a sphere cube. We have to have the bulge cubes. Our ice maker now makes those those like ice maker cube shapes, so we'll just pretend. If you hold it up flat, it'll be like, whoop, which I actually put some in here, so it's you can kind of see it. Like I see that. <laughs> but they actually make molds where they may have We this got the bulge. Next. We have ice molds, but this is one that makes the spheres. So Ours it's one sphere that you put in the glass and you put it in a goblet. Okay. And you do an, you do two and a half ounces of black vodka. We don't have black vodka. Is that a thing they sell here? The, it is a I've thing never you can seen buy. It in it's, my life. it's a little pricey, but if you go online, there's a way you can make your own black vodka. But was it with food coloring? Because I think blue and red, if you do it enough times, it'll make I black. I feel like you should just go online. Okay. But you do two and a half ounces of black vodka Ooh. and five ounces of sweet vermouth. You shake it uh-huh. like in a chilled, like with some, and then you strain it over the the big round ice cube, the, the uh-huh. sphere, uh-huh. your the bulge. ice sphere. I got the bulge. I got yeah, that. Yeah. You, well, it's your crystal sphere that well, he plays with. Mm-hmm. and The crystal that anyway, you play with. You make your martini with your black vodka and sweet vermouth and you pour it over a sphere of ice and you drink it and it's delicious because i love martinis i'm gonna so look up it's black called the vodka right now please do it's I called know. the goblin king oh and you can like top it with some slime or some bugs Ew. or some Ew. puppy dog tails or whatever Ew. you feel like you want to top no it so he doesn't do that he has bubbles did you not even watch the movie get a bubble machine have the bubble machine in the background and some balls that you learn how to Th- juggle that's your sphere that you can do this with mm. like this when it goes Absent Hamlet Hardcore Black. Yes, you can you can buy it or you can make it. If no, you, I want that right there. Look no, at I that. do want that. Boom. It says I, Hamlet. There's another one too. This that other you can one buy. is um three hundred ninety five dollars. Yeah, they're not, not doing cheap. that one. That's what I'm saying. You can go online <laughs> and make your own black vodka. You can make anything black with enough food coloring. Is all I'm saying right now. <laughs> <laughs> I think those are like even more special though. So bar trivia. Let's do it. So the owl in the title sequence, it's computer generated. It's the yes, first it is. it's the first attempt at a photorealistic CGI animal character in a feature film. Yeah. Speaking of Jared's balls. Jared's balls. Yeah, I let's couldn't talk about it. I couldn't help but to stare at the whole time. Um well I'm talking about you the crystal naughty. I'm um, talking sorry. About the crystal Jamie balls. The crystal balls, I'm sorry. Uh they are not camera tricks. Or He's any, really doing that? Or any other kind of special effects. They're actually done by choreographer Michael uh, Moshin, who is an accomplished juggler. Oh. Uh, Moshin was actually crouched behind Bowie with his arms replacing Bowie's. Unlike a typical Muppet performance, however, he had no video screen to view his performance. In other words, his manipulations were performed completely blind. Oh, that's oh, wow. amazing. I thought he was doing it himself. We're watching this movie I thought again. David Bowie was like, David Bowie's like good at this. I just want you all to know me as a person. They'd be like, we need this juggler to come in. I'd be like, F that. Have that juggler teach me, and I'll do that. Watch me fondle these balls. I just like the way he did this, and it went back and forth. It's you like, could do that. I thought your ball fondling days were over. No, wait a minute. Wait they a minute. Are, unless they're crystal. Justina. <laughs> oh. You were not there the one time I took a juggling I'm, I'm lesson. I'm almost ashamed of that joke, but I just, just had it was there. I'm so proud of <laughs> It was you there. Are. Do you they remember are. my one juggling right, lesson? Wife? Uh, yes, I do. I have video. Juggling is difficult. Mm. I'm it just is saying, difficult. I took a juggling just lesson saying, like, once. Fondling them in bad. one hand, like it's just a matter of like learning how to to do this. I can fondle one ball, not three balls. You come just do one, Jamie. <laughs> how many you got over there, buddy? 
She only do one at a time. <laughs> one at a time. I can only handle one at a time. Uh, how many? Uh, here's a question for you. How many? Mu- how many uh, Muppets were in the dance magic scene at the end? Uh, What's dance magic? Dance magic remember. is the one where uh, David Bowie's dancing with the baby. <gasps> oh. oh, that's the one. He's got the babe. The babe with the whatever. With the, with the baby with the power. Twenty five. What the power? She says twenty five. How many Muppets were in that scene? I would say 40. 48 Muppets. Yeah. Damn. Plus, Muppets. I just thought that they might have done 25 and then double layered. Plus, plus eight Muppets. Uh, they eight did double in, layer back then. Uh, that's true. Uh, plus eight people in goblin costumes. It took 52 Muppeteers. I noticed there were some people there. There had to have been some some little people, some dwarves in some costumes. At some, like I could the tell Junker some ones? That there were the some. Uh, there's some that I'm like, that's a little person so in can, a costume. So we haven't really talked about him much, uh, just a little bit. Can we talk about the baby? Okay. Let's talk about the baby. Who a, is he right now? Uh, is he anybody? Um, he, th- this is interesting, I, okay. I thought. and so Interesting. Um, I'm already interested. I've got some baby trivia. <laughs> baby trivia. Trivia of the baby. Right. Um, the baby was played by Toby. Uh, right. The baby Toby was played by to- Toby Froud, son of Brian Froud, who's the per- uh, the conceptual designer for the movie uh, The Dark Crystal and a bunch of other stuff. Okay. He's like, I have a baby. Uh, Y'all need a baby? Toby just made him. Toby followed in his father's footsteps and it has has been working with Disney and with, with um he did the new the new Dark Crystal for Netflix. Okay, he worked on that. He worked on he's but he literally he worked on what did he, he works do? in the business. Uh, he a conceptual he's a designer, just a puppeteer like his dad. That's sets. fun. He just followed fine footsteps. That's cool. You're around it all the time. You I'm know, sure it's easier to pick it up. Um, uh, Toby's name originally was Freddie in the early drafts, but they had to change it because Toby would only react to his own name. Oh my that's god, that's fair. I He's mean, like, that's fair. It, Toby's like, my name's Toby, bitch. She's like, Toby, and he was, or Freddie, and he was like, that's not me. My She's name's not Toby. To <laughs> I don't know that chick. She just found me. I don't even know The her. baby's going, my name's Toby. <laughs> Kuta Kinta. I know. <laughs> <laughs> my, baby, my name is Kuta Kinta Gugu. It's Toby. It's Toby. <laughs> Uh, in the beginning of the iconic magic dance scene, Toby is seen crying while surrounded by numerous goblins. In reality, uh, the baby, I like how they go with the baby actor. The baby <laughs> actor. The baby actor. Uh, Toby Froud was at the least bit scared of any of the puppets and animatronic use. They had to wait till he was tired and wanted a nap and before filming the musical numbers. They had I figured they, they had to. They need to make him cranky. I thought about that actually. I was like, man, they had to wait till like he was tired to make sure he would cry. Let me tell you, he was, when you watch some of the scenes, he had the sweetest, like happiest face in some of the, you know, when he was... It was like a good baby. Like when, when David Bowie had him, was holding him, it was like a sweet baby. Like so, he was very laid back. So are you guys aware of what happens to unclaimed baggage in airports? Yes, it goes to, um, it's like a, a place where you can go and like buy it or bid on it or something. Right. Like it, yeah. So after, after a vigorous search of trying to find and, and re- reunite luggage with um, owners when they can't, when you can't, um, they bulk sell it to one place in Scottsboro, Alabama. Yeah, I no knew about that. Way. Yeah, right. you can go. Buy, you can buy here? people's uh, luggage. It's north of, like close to Huntsville. So like it, everybody in the United States yeah, says the, to Scottsboro, Alabama. Yeah, right, yeah. There's only one of these Whew, places. I'm excited. I only bring this up because we're about to go shopping, babe. Shopping. Um, talking to Derby wife, by the way. I mean, you guys the, can be baby if you want. One of the to. original Hoggle puppets. Is on display there because it was lost in luggage and sold. <gasps> Are you kidding me? Nope, you can go up there and see a hoggle yourself. That's great. It, I'll put like, that ended on up display in too. Ended up in Alabama. We got a puppet. I think display. it's cool they put it on display instead of like the horrible things they could have done with it. It's okay. <laughs> 
I meant like trash She's it still or thinking whatever. Of that ice cube. And this is for Stephanie. Yeah. I'll oh. end on the, I'll end on this one. Oh God, I'm not jealous. It's fine. I'll sit over here with my tassels. <laughs> yes, Admiral. Thank you. Uh, one of the choreographer choreographer choreographers one of the choreographers for this movie is Cheryl McFadden okay she also appears uncredited as one of the masked dancers in the ballroom scenes do you know who that is Cheryl McFadden the name is very familiar a year after this movie she went on to star as Star Trek Next Generation as Gates McFadden that's right that's Gates McFadden yeah Gates McFadden uh, oh my god she's Dr. Crusher Oh my god, now I have to go back and just watch the ballroom scene. And that she, means nothing to me. That she, means nothing to me. She uh, is amazing. She's the doc she's the doctor in first contact. She's got Did red I hair. Watch first contact? Yeah, remember that's the one you hated first. That's the one she's, I put you in the middle of and you were like She's the mother of Wesley Crusher. <laughs> and that is <laughs> Oh well, you guys throw down names like that means he's, anything to me. He's the captain of the bowling team called Wesley's Crushers. <laughs> no, uh-huh. I'm just kidding. No, that was uh-huh. Sheldon. That's Sheldon. But All, right. Uh-huh. All right. So, um, so let's finish this up because um, we're... Cheryl McFadden. That's great. Yes, because I'm ready I for watch pasta. That. All right. So, uh, bar tab. Uh, so, and I'll, I'll be generous and I'll tell you what's going on with this. Okay. okay do it. So Thank you for your generosity. I appreciate I you. I feel like this costs money because of the puppets. I don't have a budget, but the domestic gross for the film um, overall was $13 million. This is 1986. Get right. it. Uh, opening, uh, opening okay. weekend. Uh, I'll let you guess this, though. I think this will be fine. Opening weekend was June 27th through 29th, 1986. In the top 10, where do you think it finished? I Two. One. Number eight. Oh, really? Top five were Karate Kid Part 2, Back to School. Okay. Legal, oh, legal. there was a lot of kids. Karate Kid Part 2 was good. That's there the only Karate Kid I like. Movies. Sorry, Scotty, we cut you off. I'm, I'm so sorry. sorry. Go ahead. Finish. I have I have podcast. We can go back where she she said she. It's the only one I like. Well, says that movie's terrible. I've got podcast. We've said <laughs> where she out said, of all the karate kids, that's the only one I like. Now, <laughs> I opinion. like that your memory is so great that you can be like, I will put a clip. Please do in this video I or this clip. I please still be like, like. I still karate think kid, blah, 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 that Johnny terrible. is amazing and Cobra Kai or die. That's all I gotta say. Continue, Scott. I'm so sorry. Uh, Ruthless People and Running Scared are the top. (gasps) Ruthless People was hilarious. I've never seen that. Ruthless People's funny. Yeah, Ruthless People's funny. Um, What is it about? Is it about Ruthless People? Pretty much. (gasps) Called it. All right. Nailed it. um, Where do you think it filled in the top 100 in 1986 for the year? 74. Out of the whole year? Mm -hmm. Okay. With those other ones, I'm going to say 49. I'm going to go with my number. Uh, 68. Okay. It was close. Mm. Um, It... uh, Beat Highlander, which we've done on the sh- show. Same year. Same Suck year. it, Highlander. Highlander was it one of... Prairie Dogs are down. Uh, and I think that Highlander is a better dogs. movie than this movie. Uh, uh, however, uh, Aliens beat it because Aliens was number five. Top five movies in 1986 were Top Gun, Crocodile Dundee, Karate Kid Part 2, Back to School, and Aliens. I feel like we do a lot of movies from 86. I, we do a lot from 85 to 90. Uh, right now, this is the third film from 1986 we've but done. But so I'm saying, I feel like we do a lot in this, like, in the, in the upper 80s. We're going to do Top Gun when Maverick comes out. When, oh, sorry, I'm sorry. Top Gun sequel Maverick? Maverick? Technically, it's it's done. We're just because of COVID. Yeah, it should have been out last year. We were going to do it last year, but I'm waiting for when Top Gun re- Maverick releases, we'll do Top Gun. Because I've seen Top Gun. Because I have been a not. Long time. I have a story You've about when I watched You've not ever seen Top Gun? Never seen Top Gun. Okay, so I have a story from when I watched it for the first time, and I'm really excited to share it, but I'm not going to tell you right now. I'm going to wait till we okay. do it. I All I got to say is that I'm an Iceman fan. I don't care. I don't give a shit about Maverick. I'm just I about them Iceman. glasses. Is all and I'm, I'm related to one of the actors in the movie. Okay, stop sharing stuff that you're not going to share that is you're Steve sharing. Is Stockwell in it? 
John Stockwell. John Stockwell. Also my cousin. So. Stop um, getting information from her about the thing that she's connected to when we're not doing the movie yet. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Thank sorry. you. Sorry. sorry. You too? Excuse me. Don't make me come across this table. Yes, sir. Sorry, sorry, Admiral. Okay, I can be an Admiral and a ma'am at the same time. Get it together. Usually it's just sir. Well, Usually. In the, in the Navy, it's sir. We still call okay. you sir if you're a woman. Fine. Fine, I'll accept it. It's their choice. We also would call you Mr. Willis because in the Navy, that's what it was. That's weird. That is weird. Part of me was like, I have to change that right now. (laughs) I'm just saying. (laughs) So if you do change your last name, you just pick your new one. Have you changed Oh, I'm going to pick a new one. No. Like your own. Like just find something. What is your maiden name? Oh my gosh. My maiden name is Audison. I was going to say Hotchkiss, but that's my mom's maiden name. Um, my maiden name is Audison. O T T O S E N. And I will say, after that sounds the very battle, Viking. After the battle, I have been fighting with mom and having to say her name and them go, Audison. This starts with an A. So it's an O. A O O T T O S E N. And they're like, oh, okay. I will oh, never like go back otter. to that. Otter. Otter. Yes. Otto. O T T O S E N. Not it was a- not Alto. Otto. I went from Audison. I'm not going to go through my names. That's depressing. No, it's okay. list all the names I've had. Surprise to Willis. You didn't, okay. well, to, but it, like, <laughs> like with Price, it was like, like there was a catch for I kinda Price. I kind of like Willis. This is, this is the thing about you my talking names, about, Willis? My life. Yes, exactly. It was like Price. It was like the Price is right. And then I went to Willis. and like, what you talking about, Willis? And I was like, well, that puts a lot of pressure on my next name. Well, our, our friend Gabe Willis. <laughs> Just keep it um, going. Wanted to do a band called... Um, Willis and the uh, What You Talking About. <laughs> and I'm like, why aren't we doing this? Why aren't you doing this? That'd be great. I, I would appreciate that. All right. So last question. Would you recommend this film? No. Yes. Yes. There you go. I th- I feel like kids would still enjoy I this kids, film. It's a kids movie. Today. Kids and that's it. why when I first walked in and the first question was, how did you like the film? I said, I wouldn't show I want it to, my, to if show I my kids, children. If I had kids, I wouldn't show it to them. Like I but I bet your kids would enjoy them. Would enjoy. I it. would show like you. I w- I would rather show my my grandchildren if I ever have them, which I never will. Um, the never ending story so and the dark crystal. The, I think, they gotta watch I, something I, else. I, I, I think and I, legend. I, I love legend. I I, I I I agree with you. I think I th- there's a time and place for any movie. There is. And I think I think if I had saw this movie as a child and I did not, the first time I saw it was I was 21, so I was way past the age. So I mean I so I would. Um, I think I liked it a lot better, and so, you know, this is how my brain works. Like this, everything in this movie is when I have bad dreams. It's this movie where it's like you have to walk. You have to. It's like yeah, you can get out of this dream, but you have to get to the middle of this labyrinth. And on the way, it's like choose a door, and then you choose the wrong door, and it's like up or down. It's those simple questions of up or down. When I have anxiety, those are the questions that like I can't answer because I can't decide like up would make more sense because I would choose the other door, but I'm already on the way down. And then I guess I could go down and see what's there. This oh, movie is my anxiety. Joys of anxiety. It's <laughs> the worst. Oh yeah, I, but I understand. I can see, I I can see this from a different perspective. Now, did I like would I watch it again? Probably not. But I would. I put it on for my kids. Yes. Do I think it's still held up? I think that the computer animated anything was obviously computer animated because things have changed since 86. Right, right. I mean, so it was like it came on. I was like, oh, that was but super I, fake. I, but I, on the flip side, I think some of the practical effects, which typically do not hold up over time. They did really oh, I, well. Like, again, the helping they hands. Did. And I love the this, helping hands was fantastic. The, I, the yeah. scene where the junk lady is rebuilding the junk lady onto Sarah. Yes. Oh, so those good. were amazing. And those are the kind of things that I think... Um, 
just like on a side note that I think a lot of films don't do anymore. I think for its time, I think the 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 puppeteering was no, amazing. The, I would say puppeteering. Yes. I mean the the puppeteering, the puppeteers were were amazing. Mm-hmm. It took a lot of work to do that. That's not an easy job. And for that, I think I think that that made it a good movie as far as that's concerned. Well, I mean, I personally would like to see a remake. With that it is, being more horror I, and scary I, and dark. Well, yes, but <laughs> but I think the concept the concept is not. I think the concept of the movie is good. Um, I would just like to see a, a different version of it. I really would. I, I'd like I, to see a different my, version. My only of this issue, one. I mean, the only issue I really have is story issues. Uh, it's just story is what I'm issues. Saying. Story issues. Like, yeah. I don't. I, I. I don't think a darker version would work. I. I. I, I mean, it, I think the version is fine. I just think there's just there's like some, the story's not tight. Do you? Is this a play? No, no. I think that this would be the best play. This is an original screenplay. Um, so, but I think that this, as a play, mm-hmm. as a as a play know. in general, because that is somewhere where you can work with it and make it something different every time. That I think it would be a wonderful thing to put on a stage. Um, I, I would love to I see it on a so. stage. I would not watch this on a stage. I would one hundred percent. You don't like labyrinth, so you wouldn't. I mean, yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's like it I, would be so fun if it ever did happen to take you. And then watch you leave and love it. No, I just see a kids, kids theater theatrical group, group doing this. I, I don't. don't so. I'm just like. I no. still. I they they put um, um, Neverending Story as a play. I'd love to see it. I would see that, but I love the Neverending <laughs> Story. It's it to me. It's a better story. But it, you're focusing too much on how this story was told. Every. Every version of it should be told differently. So if you saw it in a play, it might be told differently. You might like that one. We'll see. Could be darker. I don't know. Or it could just be tighter. All I know is that I was so bored and it was painful to watch this for me. Did you crochet while you were doing it? No, that's my problem is I don't, (laughs) I literally don't have any, I don't do any extracurricular activities when I watch the movies. I try to actually watch them. No, I can't. I try to focus. I did make a flow chart while watching this that's And that's why it was so hard for me. Like, and Jamie, bless his heart. Jamie looked at me afterwards and he says, if you guys watch more movies like that, I'm just not going to watch them with you anymore. Jamie? <laughs> He's like, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. So, Don't you sit up and tell me what you're not going to do. He did recommend Amadeus. I'm like, that's kind of a little highbrow I for I love a, Amadeus. It's very highbrow for us. Oh, no, I don't think so. I don't know what that even means. Oh, we should totally do Amadeus. All I think of is a song, Amadeus, Amadeus. I love Amadeus. Amadeus, Amadeus, Amadeus. Amadeus. That's all I know. Uh, Amadeus, Amadeus. Is that part of the movie? No. Uh, it came out on the same time as the movie, but they're not. They're not Coincidence? Related. I think not. No, I, think I, it's I totally love Amadeus. I'd be down for that. It is literally one of my favorite films. However, I just... I, I don't think it's that what high, bro. Don't tell me. It's a one-hit if we wonder ever do as it, far I don't as tell me. Don't like tell me. I don't even know what it means. I don't even know what that word means. You don't You don't know who Amadeus is? No. I'm I don't know anything of the thing. I kind of want to throw something at you. Okay, I guess next week we'll do fucking Amadeus. Next I, week we'll do a cult meeting. Thank you. Right, but then we'll the do... The next we'll, movie we'll, is Amadeus. Amadeus. Because <sighs> you don't even know Which who is, that is. It's not a cult film, but whatever. You don't think so? No, it's not a cult film. It won... Well, Look, we don't have to do uh, it. Don't don't talk about it. No, if I, you want me to watch I, it. No, I um, I tell you why it's not a cult film. Okay, it won the fucking Oscar for best picture, and so it's it's a great film. Cult films are comfort food, right? And so, like, come in eighty six of what the I'm year, saying, but I mean, they still I guess hold up. What, what Labyrinth is chili cheese fries, um. 
Ab- uh, Amadeus is uh, some French. I don't to know me, what I don't makes know it a cult fish film eggs on it, right. is, is the guy <laughs> who, who plays Amadeus <laughs> didn't do shit after this. No, he's, he was working. He's a working actor, he's but not anything like you don't really oh, hear of him anymore. Oh, so to me, even, this was his. It, he peaked at Amadeus. So did um, F. Murray Abraham. Yes, he did. They. they this, that's what I'm saying. Who's Abraham? There's some F. Murray Abraham. So what it's do you think fine. Amadeus is about? Well. Uh-oh. Go ahead, please tell us. <laughs> okay. Oh, oh, since we're gonna do this, do this. Hold on. Okay, so do it now. You waiting for me, Scotty? Yeah, yeah you go ahead. Good. Okay, so when I hear Amadeus, when I hear the song, which I've only I only know the parts, Amadeus, Amadeus, Amadeus. For some reason, I think of like a Mexican like, <laughs> gang. <laughs> so it's a Mexican. <laughs> it is a Mexican <laughs> gang in a desert. A Mexican they're, gang they're in the driving desert. around in a jeep. With their music blaring. That's you what's happening right now. Just describe Priscilla, Queen of the Desert. <laughs> I don't even know what those words mean, but this is what Amadeus is about. All right, so. Um, you think it's about a Mexican gang in the desert? 100%. And they have a Jeep. Did you dismiss yes, the Jeep? Yes, within a Jeep. The Jeep. <laughs> there might be lesbians. I don't know. <laughs> there might be. Because there's a Jeep. I don't even know. All right, I don't so, even know. All right, this so, this the best thing I ever. I hear that's a thing. Oh I don't my even God. Know. Now, now we have to do it based on that because that's hilarious. Oh, we're going to do it. Oh god, that's the funniest thing I've ever okay, heard. Um, that's even funnier than the Prairie Dogs in Highlander. He unplugged me because I was wrong. No, I didn't. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, he's about to play the trailer. Oh, all right, so I can. All right, can you hear me? I can hear you. All right. I can't hear her, I but I can off, hear you. I am off. Oh no, you're right. Come again. So, I'm back. All right. Here she is, back again. Justina's back. back. Tell a friend. Right. Justina's back. back. Just who's back. Just who's back. back. Just who's back. back. <laughs> I created a monster. You don't want shady no more. No, you don't want mush no more. No, they want some shady. Um, well done. Whatever. I'm so glad you kept going. Then confident. Oh gosh, I heard it. Well, we're about to do. All right, so now I'm going to show Ju- uh, Justina the trailer. I'm so sad you guys can't see my face because I'm it's sure it's okay. I've I'm seen sure the trailer. So far, it's black screen. Are we going to appall you with something confidential and disgusting? That does not sound Let's like a hope Mexican. So, because that is what you really like. Unconfessed oh, crimes nice. of buried wickedness. If that the is what brings you to us, the prospect no, of hearing horrors, wait. you shall not go unrewarded. I don't believe it. The whole city is talking. You hear They're it wearing like over. French what wigs and stuff. What That's the scandal. opposite of what, what I said. They're not in France. What a tragedy. Incredible. Oh, I guess it's, I it's British. It. Oh, British. I'm so sorry. It's Austrian. Oh, there's, there's a dude chained to a wall. That's a gang. We'll talk about it Tell us about Wolfgang. Amadeus. Mozart. 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 He was wearing a hat. I'm a vulgar man. But I assure you, my music is not. How many wars does this woman need to draw on her face? He is divinely inspired. He is arrogant, vulgar, obscene. He creates music for the gods. Oh, I he regret having said anything about with fire. He is an angel. He is a devil. He claimed he'd been poisoned. Some said he accused a man. Some said the man was Salieri. 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 I don't believe it. What does that All even mean? I don't even know. They're people, Justine. Salieri do it after <laughs> all. What does Salieri mean? That's a man. That's a name. 
He's a composer. There's a lot more gold in this movie than I thought there would be. Wigs, you think y'all? They have all of them. All the wigs. They have wig holders. Amadeus, the man, the music, the magic, the madness, the murder, the, the, mystery, the mystery, the motion picture. The alliteration. I want, I want that hat. That, okay. Everything you've heard. The dude had a hat. Oh my gosh! I need this trailer dead now. Because I want to talk about this hat real quick. Put your arms down, Amadeus. So there's this dude at the end that has a hat. Okay, and it has like the happy face, and yes. then it turns out it has a sad face on the other side. And yes. I'm 100 want to go to a masquerade ball, and that's what I'm wearing. So now, based on that, do you know who Amadeus is? I I feel like it's the weird guy with the horse head, but I don't care because I want the guy with the theater head. Does that name Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart mean anything to you? Yes, but not Amadeus. But but that is who that's about. Okay, well, I don't know his middle name, Stephanie. I know social security numbers and birth dates. First of all. I, I predict you actually may love this film. This film is amazing. Maybe. I don't um, know. Two, it's based on a wonderful, absolutely amazing stage play. Okay, wait yes, a minute. Yes, it is. Don't play with me right now. Because I already looked up stage plays for Labyrinth JJP and I was actually very did disappointed. Amadeus once. JJP's oh, done man. Amadeus. I want to be in it. I, I, I be would in love so to bad. be in Amadeus. Uh, man, I'd be a D-S. killer Solari. Oh, I spelled it right. I'm too young, but I would be a killer Solari. You're as old as you are. Yeah, you I want to be stuncy. I want to be stuncy. This is not a cult film, but that's okay, I guess. I will have to live with that. Stay or I could be Amadeus. Ha ha ha! Okay, first of all, let's be honest. After watching that clip, which one of us can be Amadeus? Okay. All right. Get me hyper. Okay. Put me in a can fancy be, outfit. Can I be Stancy? Is that the one with the two faces? That's faced? your wife. Yes. Okay. I don't even know who that is, but yes. I didn't she's, see her. She's kind of... I don't think. She's special. Let's put it that way. Uh, she's special. The, the man in the two faces is um, Leopold. Leopold. Okay, uh, first of all, father. that's his dad. That's that's Amadeus's father. Yes, please. No, it's not. Oh, we're not doing this movie yet, Jamie. Don't Jamie's give us pointers. Like, no, it's not. Oh. <laughs> I can't find the stage play, and I'm really upset about it. Is it's it called there. Amadeus? Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, it's called Amadeus. It's, Amadeus. it's not a musical. So I, I guess we're doing Amadeus. Amadeus. And why she looks for that. This is Scotty saying this is on a contribution to the multiverse. Go out and make yours. Bye. Yes, please. Goodbye. See you soon. Thank you for listening to the Mobcast Network.